Tony Pike waits for the snap, has the football, short drop, bobs one down the sideline for Bins. He's got it! Touchdown! Touchdown! Jaron dribbles into the front court, drives to the bucket, his shot, no good. Put back up and in by Trayvon Scott. Cincinnati by one. Down in seven for the Red Hawks with a three-point lead. Game on the line on this play. Ragland waits for the shotgun snap, extends the hands, catches the ball. He's looking to throw from the one. His pass. Intercepted. Yeah. Yeah. to the yeah. end zone. Touchdown. Bearcats. Yeah. Yeah. Bearcats. Picked it off. And Cincinnati has the lead. With one seven to go. Left. Copain driving to the bucket. Bank shot. Around the rim. It's good. It's good. It counts. It's good. And we're going to overtime. Welcome into the Go Bearcats podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brandon. This is episode 23, calling this one a Midsummer Night's Check-In. It's been a while since uh, I've updated the podcast here. The podcast was growing, doing numbers, growing every week. And Wes Miller had just been hired by the Bearcats when I, for some reason, decided to take a hiatus and pause uh, new episodes of this podcast. And here now we are in in mid-July and... Wes Miller has, has hit the ground running. It is uh, almost football season, at least it is in my mind, as uh, the 4th of July is now over. And there's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover, a lot to recap, and uh, a lot to jump into. So let's go ahead and do it. So you know we lead off the, the podcast with Beer of the Podcast. This one is coming from Westside Brewing, and it's the their Hoppy Wheat. It's my official summer beer. It's... 6.4%. It's just like sunshine in a can. Uh, if you're familiar with Bell's Oberon, I think this is sort of their version of it. I don't, I've not heard them say anything like that, but uh, that's the beer I'd compare it to. And since it's local, it's now taken over Oberon's throne. Uh, it's always in my beer fridge, or it has been all summer long, and it'll probably continue to be as long as I can find it. Uh, great, goes great with the grill, that's for sure. Uh, but let's, let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about basketball first, since that's where we left off with the podcast. Uh, Wes Miller, he's brought a ton of energy to the program after our former coach, John Brandon, uh, was sent packing. There's not been a whole lot of updates from that saga uh, since uh, I think our episode 21 uh, focused a lot on John Brandon and his attorney, uh, Tom Mars. Haven't heard a lot from either one of them, which I'm not going to complain about at all. Uh, but Wes Miller, he has hit the ground running. He's put together an A-plus staff. Uh, he's put together really an A roster as far as, I, as I'm concerned. You know, he's, he brought back Mikey Saunders, uh, Mason Madsen, David DeJulius, Victor Locken, and of course, uh, Mike Adams Woods and Jeremiah Davenport. And then the guys that he brought in, you know, there was a, a couple of them from uh, UNCG, which could be expected. Uh, but I mean, he went to Wake Forest and got this kid, Odie Agumana, which screaming ODO at basketball games is, is going to be super fun. Already uh, a big fan of that guy. Uh, Abdul Adu from Mississippi State, a graduate transfer. And then John Newman III from Clemson. Uh, I think are all great transfers that uh, Wes Miller got. It seems like every day we're getting an update on him uh, giving an offer to to a kid. Uh, And I think he's he's going to be uh, great this season. 
Uh, you know, one thing I do want to touch on is John Rothstein. Uh, this has happened a couple weeks ago now where he, where Wes Miller went on his, his podcast and uh, Wes Miller sort of called him out for uh, that tweet that, or that article, I guess, that Rothstein wrote about how this is the lowest point in basketball history. And, uh, and, and Miller called him out and you could just hear Rothstein start to sweat and sort of stumble over how to respond to that. He was definitely offended, I think, uh, for some reason. I don't know how he could be offended after writing an article like that. But uh, he, he did say, this was, this was sort of glossed over by everyone reacting, if the Bearcats make the tournament this year, he is putting up $1,000 uh, to the uh, Graders downtown, I believe on Fountain Square. Uh, so basically $1,000 free ice cream if and when the Bearcats make the NCAA tournament this year, which just out of added incentive, uh, I think I'll try to be the first in line if the Bearcats make the tournament to uh, eat some of John Rothstein's money. Uh, other than that, uh, big thing that's happening sort of unfolding now, uh, day by day, is the NIL name image likeness where the college players can now make money off of their names. You've already seen uh, Des Ritter, Jeremiah Davenport, and some others uh, sign deals, uh, sponsorship deals from f- companies uh, locally, I believe, uh, as, as well as some others. You see kids reaching out to, uh, to businesses that they're fans of and uh, trying to get those deals made. you got to love that, love the hustle. Uh, I was thinking that kids really should go back to – local businesses to their towns or cities where they're from and and really start there if they're trying to to build a a book of business uh, using their you know their name image or likeness i think that's where the uh the honeypot will be for some of these athletes uh, especially if they're coming from a smaller town where not a lot of athletes are playing division one sports Uh, i don't know who I should tell to get that word out, but that would just be my two cents on on how to uh, have these players maximize uh, their ability to make some money. Now, uh, of course, you know we'll be focusing and, and keeping an eye on everything that is uh, surrounded by the Bearcats basketball team because that's where the uncertainty lies this year. How will Miller handle? Uh, the Bearcats locker room and, and opponents, how will the new players fit in with the old ones? That's where a lot of the uncertainty is as far as UC Athletics goes this year. In my eyes, the constant, the thing that we don't really have to worry about is the football Bearcats. And as I sat here in mid-July, I am eagerly awaiting September 4th when the season officially kicks off for the Bearcats against the quote-unquote rival Miami Redhawks. Before we get to the season, though, uh, I want to talk about uh, everything that's going on at GoBearCats.com. This year, I've already written a a ton of articles uh, on the football team, speculating, reminiscing, uh, all of that for the 21 football season. I'm calling it Football Frenzy. 2021. Uh, I'm releasing a new article on GoBeerCats.com every Monday. Uh, The first one already went up where uh, a lot of you have probably already read it or seen it. If not, go to GoBeerCats.com and check it out, where I count down the most heartbreaking losses uh, for the football team since, uh, really since 2002. Uh, Gotten a lot of feedback, gotten a lot of clicks uh, that where people seem to enjoy that. 
Cincinnati fans, we seem to love misery. And that uh, article count, counts down the really the top eight most heartbreaking losses a football Bearcat fan could have. Uh, so check that out. It was If you read it uh, the day it came out, I've actually updated it. I w- went back and looked and, and moved one of the losses, uh, that being the uh, 2002 loss to Ohio State. I moved that up the list, but I also added another loss that uh, for some reason I skipped in, in the first edition. So if you read it the day it came out, go back, check it out again with the, uh, the new added and updated list. Uh, at least it's it's to keep us humble because even last year the peach bowl left us with something to be desired but this year we have plenty of opportunity to make that up on the on the gridiron and i, I think that we will so every monday go beercats.com uh, a new football article uh the first one here a little reminiscent there will be another one uh that sort of uh, that toasts a uh, a bearcat legend that uh that i think should be highlighted more often uh, that also finds himself on the coaching staff so that'll probably come out uh not this monday probably monday the 26th although it might i might release the that one the, the 19th just to get the two uh, reminiscing look back articles out of the way and then uh, from there it's all focused on the 2021 football season I don't know the order yet I have all the articles written uh, except for one kind of waiting to see what happens at Camp Higher Ground uh, here coming up soon that always sort of weeds out some questions it tells you who to look out for, who's really had a great offseason, and who's ready to make a big impact on the field for the Bearcats. Uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, careers could be made at Camp Higher Ground. So I'm waiting uh, waiting for news out of Camp Higher Ground to finish uh, an article or two. But other than that, uh, I already have my predictions, my win-loss predictions for, uh, for 2021 done, as well as uh, – which star players to to watch out for and the expectations that I have for them going into this football season. I already have a couple of former UC football players lined up to come on the podcast this season. Uh, They're usually pretty active on Twitter and uh, I reached out to them. So I have uh, have a couple of former football players. It'll be good to hear from. Uh, you know, once we get a little closer to uh, to football season, we'll make these podcasts uh, a regular thing again, coming in uh, once a week, if not more than that, if, if some breaking news happens. Uh, other than that, the only thing I want to I want to leave you guys with here is uh, sort of a big thing that I have coming up for the podcast, and that is uh, the Monday after the Indiana game, which the Indiana game is uh, Saturday, September eighteenth. Uh, you should go ahead and buy your tickets and plan the road trip now. I bought my tickets uh, just a couple of days ago when uh, IU had them on sale. I'd love to see a bunch of Bearcats there. Uh, definitely trying to make it to those two big road games at Indiana and at Notre Dame this year. But that Saturday after that, uh, September 20th, I will be recording a podcast with the uh, Hall of Famer Jim Kelly Jr. at Fretboard Brewing in Blue Ash. Uh, This summer, Fretboard has uh, started this series where they've invited uh, podcasters to come in every Monday, record a show in front of a live audience, and uh, and I quickly jumped 
on that. I talked to uh, Mitch at Fretboard, and uh, when I reached out, he said, we really don't have anything open until September. I said, that's perfect. That's exactly when I'd want to go anyway, right in the middle of football season, so there's plenty of stuff to talk about. So September 20th, I will be there with a very special guest, Jim Kelly Jr., who you know as a former wide receiver, UC Hall of Famer, and now uh, color commentator uh, for Bearcats Radio, does all the uh, Bearcats football uh, games with Dan Horde on the radio. And he's, uh, if you've been a listener to the podcast for a while, he's been on the podcast already uh, to sort of uh, break down last, a game from last year's uh, football season. I forget exactly what episode it was, maybe like eight or nine, but he was one of the first guests. And uh, when I reached out to him, uh, he always said that he was a big fan of uh, the Bearcats beer and good music. So fretboard is sort of putting all the things together there that Monday. It starts at uh, 7 p.m. I'll continually remind you as that uh, comes up closer on the calendar, but go ahead and uh, there's a Facebook event. Uh, share it with some people. Try to plan and uh, come listen to me and Jim talk about uh, the Bearcats, hopefully their big win at Indiana, uh, September 20th at 7 p.m. Like I said, they've uh, they've already started this uh, Monday night event. Uh, I've been to one event, uh, a podcast called Shift Beers. Uh, some some brewery inter- industry people uh, have a, a podcast. It's hilarious and uh, makes for a good listen. I went and watched their live show, which was a great time. Hopefully, I've uh, I learned some things I can take away from their experience and and make mine even better. And uh, certainly plan to go back at least one more time to, to check out another show on Monday. And uh, it's always better when you have a lot of people there supporting you. So I, I'd love to have you see you out in the crowd at Fretboard drinking some beers and uh, listening to Jim and I talk about the Bearcats. Other than that, we'll keep it short and sweet here. Like I said, it was just a check-in. I wanted to hit on a couple of things, let you know that the podcast will be back and in full swing once we get a little closer to football season. Until then, check out uh, GoBearCats.com on those new articles that uh, I'm releasing every Monday and the occasional uh, brewery review. That uh, Every time I go to a new one, I'll drop a, uh, a review on the brewery, which I only have a handful of breweries left uh, to visit here in Cincinnati, so we'll try to get to uh, as many of those as I can. Until I check back in, Have a great summer, and we'll be back with you soon talking about Bearcats football. Cheers, and go Bearcats.